The Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro and crumblecookies.com. This is Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Monday. It is April the 10th of 2023. We're glad you guys are up with us this morning on National Siblings Day. Hmm. So we'll think about our siblings, all the problems they've caused. Maybe I can embarrass my brother today somehow. (laughs) I figure you have plenty of material to do Oh, I do. It's also National Farm Animals Day, so Kelly will impersonate farm animals as we go throughout the show this morning. That's true. Give me a cow. Mm. Give me a horse. I don't, you know I don't know how to do a horse. What would a horse do? Or nay, right? So we're glad you guys are up with us this morning. Uh, Kelly returned to win for the first time since the tornado. We'll talk about that. Uh, there's also the best way to uh, get better service from your waiter. There's a trick for that. Hmm. Taylor Swift, it looks like she might be single. Kelsey Ballerini had some belly trouble at a concert, <laughs> we'll tell you about. Uh, plus, Luke Combs has set a second date for Nashville. We'll tell you all about that this morning right here on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So, excuse me if I have to use the restroom throughout the entire show this morning. Oh, why? Um, well, it's not, no. It's not the other. Oh. But I have consumed a lot of beverages this morning, trying to hydrate, trying oh. to get energy this morning. I also drank my protein shake. I choked that down in about 0.5 seconds. Is there a reason that you're doing all of this stuff, like, this morning? Well, I think we need to be hydrated and protein rated and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, as we... Protein rated. Yeah, like, huh. hydrated, protein rated. Did you just make that up? Um... Yeah. Okay. So, uh, one thing I realized is I'm not a fan of breakfast food. We've talked about that before, but I believe oatmeal might be the most disgusting <laughs> food of all time. It is. It is so weird. Especially if you don't put anything in it. No, and it doesn't, even like if you have something in it, it's like, what is this? Yeah, the consistency, and it's kind of like. It's just really, it's really <laughs> strange. Hate that. It's just really weird. Yeah. Like, here's some grains we throw into a bowl and then warm them up. Here's some oats. Put some water in it. Make them hot and then try to, yeah, choke them down. It's yeah. terrible. So it's either going to be, you have two options because you barely ever get them perfect, right? Mm-hmm. So it's either you're you're eating paste like it's glue, uh, and you're and you're having to do that whole thing that you just did, yes. or. Like today, I tried to add some extra water to it, and as I was oh, going, yeah, to, that'll work. Well, I was going to shut the water off, and I accidentally hit it the other way, so I soaked them even more. So essentially, I had floating oat soup this morning. Gross. Which then, as I was eating it, I'm like, this is like the consistency of I'm about to get sick. See, I just but, and you feel the oats just kind of rolling through your mouth in like hot water. But but you'll do it again tomorrow, won't you? I hate it. And I try different things and I can't chew through protein bars early in the morning because even the good ones are kind of not good. Yeah. It's like, what am I supposed to do? Um, Get a bacon, egg and cheese, right? Exactly. Get a croissant. (laughs) That's what happens when you're trying to eat better. I know. It is bad. All that stuff tastes terrible. But if you put some apples and raisins, maybe a little bit of brown sugar. Oh, I tried the brown sugar ones today because I've been doing blueberries and like the plain quick oats. Like just a plain old oats and some blueberries. There's nothing that makes them taste better. It's like somebody trying to convince me that cottage cheese can be okay. There's nothing that makes me want to get healthy than eating oats. Right. Or cottage cheese. Yeah. Which is something else that as you eat it, it has that consistency of like vomit. And it's cold. Right. But some people, <laughs> I swear by this good kind of protein. Tasting protein. Well, I do like it with some things, not by itself. Yeah, like what? Tomatoes, okay. pineapples, oh, peaches. Oh, bring me a steak, man. Bring me a steak, some beef, some potatoes. I'm set. Anyway, hope you guys are hungry this morning. Enjoy your oatmeal. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. It's time to celebrate. It's time for an Arkansas's Morning Show. High five! High five! Hey, a big high five goes out today to Ellie Hamby and Sandy Hazlett. They're from Texas, and they're both 
81 years old. Let me tell you what their vision was. They had this vision of traveling around the entire world, and they wanted to do that in 80 days. Love it. They went to the beaches of Bali, to the deserts of Egypt, and all points in between. They were on seven different continents over these 80 days. They wore matching t-shirts much of the time, and uh, they've been labeled as the traveling grannies on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. They say they were buddies, and then when their husbands passed away, they decided, hey, let's do something for ourselves, something fun and something adventurous. So they decided to travel all around the world in those 80 days. That's amazing. Now, they're both back in Texas now, even though they do say they plan on uh, going back out for another trip at some point soon. But it just goes to show you, just because you're 80 years old, it doesn't yeah. mean you got to stay home. Mm-hmm. They traveled the entire world. So here's to you, Ellie Hamby and Sandy Hazlett. It's an Arkansas's morning show. High five. High five. And today's high five is powered by Right Fiber from Ritter Communications. It's the right speed at the right price right now. And you can check the availability in your area when you go to rightfiber.com. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, doing it big on a Monday morning. It is April the 10th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. We have Country Music News today on Kelsey Ballerini. So Kelsey played a show in Pennsylvania over the weekend, and she had to announce to the crowd that she had a bellyache, and she had been in the bathroom all day. Oh, my goodness. So she blames it on going to Trader Joe's and getting some chicken and dumplings that she thought might have had some food poisoning involved. Mm. And she told the crowd, hey, I'm not going to be quite as energetic as normal. There is a bucket backstage just in case. Here's what Kelsey had to say in Pennsylvania. I had some Trader Joe's chicken dumplings. There is something wrong. And I need you to know that I have had an intimate relationship today with the bathroom. I have a trash can waiting for me backstage. Things have been very touch and go. If I'm a little less jumpy, it's for everyone's benefit. So this is normally where I say like, to, to my girls, should you ever need help, um, hypothetically, bearing a body, I can help you. Tonight, I'm going to ask, if I go down, will you go down with me? It was a wild night for Kelsey in Pennsylvania. It reminds me of that one time we were at Charity Ball and Kelly was having a similar issue. Brandon, you're an idiot. But she had that dress on. You're an idiot. It was an issue all night. How long have you made that up? You're an huh? idiot. No. Our thoughts go out to Kelsey Ballerini this morning. I guess, right? Yes. Sure. We have country music news today on Luke Combs. Let's get some candles burning and some records turning all the lights down Take it nice and slow. So Luke Combs didn't want to wait until April 15th to play his hometown, so he's added a second Nashville date. Luke added the night before, Friday, April 14th, which is this weekend. So if you're interested in going, you should know that Luke is bringing some friends with him for the 14th, also playing Riley Green. There was this girl drinking her hand. Shoot me and let's get into Also playing Friday night with Luke, Mitchell Tenpenny. Yeah, there's two sides to every breakup. One's a lie one's a truth. Playing with Luke on the 15th, there's Flatland Cavalry and Lainey Wilson. Two stadium dates, that's big. So Luke Combs, Nashville this week, and two nights to choose from. You can get tickets, LukeCombs.com. And country music news today on Carly Pierce. So Carly Pierce first played the Grand Ole Opry in May of 2015, and she's about to play her 100th time at the Opry. It's wild because so many different artists dream of playing one time at the Opry. Mm -hmm. If we could play one time at the Grand Ole Opry, and she's about to do it for the 100th time. So it's tomorrow night. She's invited special guests to be there like Ricky Skaggs and Dustin Lynch and the Isaacs and Ashley McBride. I never wanted to be that girl. Carly Pierce plays the Opry for the 100th time tomorrow night. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly.
She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. It's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Arkansas's Morning Show. Did you know we breathe in and out roughly 25,000 times a day? That's more than 10,000 liters of air. Good grief. Yeah. Did you know the definition of a classic car in most states is a car that was made at least 25 years ago? So a car from 1998 is now technically a classic. Oh, yes. Our station vehicles are now classics. (laughs) And did you know Gone with the Wind is still the highest grossing film of all time when adjusted for inflation. The second, 1977's Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Don't act like you're excited. No, I'm, I'm... I know Star Wars. I saw Return of the Jedi. Was that the first one? Is that this one you're talking about? No. How could it be the one that you're talking about when you say Return of the Jedi? It's Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Is that the first one? No, this is the original Star Wars. That wasn't the original one? No. That was the first one I saw. Okay, well, you were wrong. I saw a couple of the other ones. Don't. No, I did. I saw. I actually went to the theaters to see the one that featured Jar Jar Binks, the little cute dinosaur gimmick. Okay, well, that gimmick is what true Star Wars fans, they hate that one. No, that's silly. They, they, he was very friendly and nice. And very CGI'd. You think Chewbacca was real? He was! You think R2-D2 was real? There were people inside of it! CP3O? Oh, get out. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> and if you didn't know, <laughs> now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, y'all, today's podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. And as we look at the menu this week at Crumble, there are tons of flavors mm-hmm. that like pop right out at you. All right, on the menu this week, the cinnamon roll. A cinnamon roll in a cookie, soft and thick, covered in a layer of cinnamon brown sugar and a delicious swirl of cream cheese frosting. Mm, They also have the chocolate peanut butter featuring Oreo. This is a new cookie. It's a chocolate cookie that's popping with Oreo pieces and peanut butter chips. Then they top that with this decadent peanut butter mousse and a mini Oreo cookie right there on the top. Oh my goodness, and I love cheesecake. This one's the strawberry cheesecake. This is new. A luscious three-layer treat, including a chilled graham cracker cookie, vanilla cream cheese frosting, and house-made strawberry jam. What about the cookie butter lava featuring Biscoff? So this is a melty, mouth-watering cookie that they stuff with the Biscoff cookie butter, then they drizzle the Biscoff cookie butter spread on top, and then garnish that with crumbly cookie pieces. This week, they also have the classic pink sugar, an all-time favorite vanilla sugar cookie topped with a perfect pink swoop of real almond frosting. And of course, their classic, the milk chocolate chip. You can't go wrong with this one. It's thick, it's soft, and it's packed with those milk chocolate chips. Check out Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. Don't forget they have an app as well. Just search Crumble Cookies in your app store, or you can find them online at crumblecookies.com. Brandon Baxter in the morning. We often talk about how well-read I am. <laughs> what? We do. Yes, you are very well-read. So I was reading a publication this morning, the Psychology Insight Times of America Psychology. You know, he collects a lot of publications. It's a good book. Uh-huh. There's very little pictures. Yeah. Uh, they were talking about the difference between extroverts and introverts, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, more Americans say they're introverts than extroverts. So I wanted to see what the definition was. Okay. And then I want to determine what we are, right? So if you're an extrovert, uh, you're outgoing and overly expressive. This person is predominantly concerned with external things or objective considerations. On the other end of the spectrum, you have the introvert, who is a shy and reticent person. A person who's predominantly concerned with their own thoughts and feelings rather than the external things. Hmm. So if I were to say to you, where do you think you fit in, extrovert or introvert, where would you think? Extrovert. You think so? Yeah. So you're more worried about uh, external things. You're outgoing, overly expressive. Yes. And you've been like that forever. Yes. On the other end of the spectrum, you have me, who has always been for my entire life the introvert. And I can I can even think about this like when I was like in preschool uh-huh. or kindergarten. I was always that guy who was going to be a little more quiet, mm-hmm. a little more shy, a little more embarrassed to speak up and all that stuff. And it's wild how our lives have ended up with us together here doing this. When I think extroverts, like I get energized through being with my friends, through social, like through socializing with people, being around people that give me that energy. Um, And then I think 
introverts, which sometimes I need this too, but introverts kind of get their energy from that alone time or in social settings where it's a smaller group. Now, don't get me wrong. I like smaller groups a lot. I'd much rather kind of be with smaller groups, but the big groups don't really scare me. And see, that's where it's so different. Like, I think there's times where I have to be an extrovert. And it's weird because in certain settings, I am. Right. You put me at a wrestling event and I'm going to be performing extrovert. Uh You put me at an event that I'm hosting extrovert most of the time. I think some introverts are really good about being able to flip the switch. Like typically because most people would think listening to you would be like, oh, my gosh, he can go anywhere and talk to anybody. Y'all, I'm here to tell you. He does not like doing that. I barely talk to anybody. (laughs) I head nod a lot. Right. Probably give myself a concussion as much as I head nod. Yeah, but he is not like it's it's different. I don't know. It's just different. Now, when you talk to people on both ends of it, right, you talk to extroverts and you talk to introverts. uh, Basically, most people on both sides say they believe the extrovert has the advantage. Hmm. So the extrovert thinks they're doing it right. And the introvert (laughs) thinks the extrovert's doing it right. Yeah. And they, they believe that the extrovert has more uh, has more fun and is better in settings like parties and at school and in the workplace. I think we both, but I think extroverts probably have a lot of things that we wish we were like introverts on and introverts kind of w- wish they could do some of the stuff that we do because yeah. the way that they're analytical and can kind of calm down and think before they speak or whatever, yeah. I'm not always like that. No, for me, it's think, don't work. And I've got to the point, it took me a long time to get to the point where I don't stress really. Yeah. Because I lived most of my life as a ball of stress. Mm -hmm. And I've realized over the last little bit, okay, I'm going to try to calm down on that. But I kind of like being an introvert. I don't know. It's it's just what I know. Yeah. And I like that that little bit of quiet time and private time. But I get it. Like, I see people who go into the party, like the guy who walks in like he owns a place. And I'm like, I wish I was that guy. I will say, too, some of the extroverts kind of feel like that's their job. Like. Everybody expects me to be like this. If I'm not loud, everybody's like, Kelly, is something wrong? Right. No, I just don't want to talk right now. (laughs) So you kind of feel like you have that pressure on you. You always got to be like loud and, you know, whatever. It's the same thing I told you about me with the phone. So if I'm an introvert most of the time, when people when I become an extrovert, people are impressed by it. It's the same way that if I don't return your text or your Uh -uh. phone call, when I finally do it, you're impressed by that. No, it's not. Impressed is not the word. No, I think it's the word. No. See, if I set lower expectations, it's a better chance that I'm going to exceed the expectations. Okay. The life of an introvert and the life of an extrovert. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. (laughs) That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. Here's one guy who didn't have a good Friday last week. Police in Florida got a call around 2 a.m. Friday morning about a guy breaking into houses in a suburb of Orlando. 34-year-old Blake Talkman smashed a window trying to break into someone's house. Then he left and tried to break into a second house. But when police arrived, Blake was wearing his birthday suit, and it turned out he had covered himself in wheel-bearing grease and peppermint oil. Oh, yes. Now, he tried to run away, and he jumped in someone's swimming pool. Then he climbed out of the pool and (laughs) hopped onto their trampoline. Police arrested him on the trampoline, which wasn't easy because he was so slippery. Now, thankfully, he didn't have a, a chance to do any jumping jacks or Flips or oh. anything like that. An officer's chest cam got the whole thing on video. Uh, no, no, the no. grease and oil made this weird paste, and at first they thought it was toothpaste mm. smeared all over him. Gross. They're pretty sure he was uh, on something, but he wouldn't say what. He's facing a bunch of charges, including two counts of burglary. Wow, okay. Yeah. Speaking of bathing yourself in some type of oil, how did John Travolta end up in the hospital? Oh, gosh. How did John Travolta end up in the hospital? He slipped in grease. Oh, my. <laughs> Gosh, no way. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. There's a couple of really big celebrity things and like entertainment things kind of trending this morning. If you haven't heard, it looks like Taylor Swift and her boyfriend Joe Alwyn have broken up. How could you not have heard, even if you're not a Taylor Swift fan? It's a pretty big deal because they've been together, what, like six years? Is that right? Which is ancient for celebrities. Yeah, well, especially... Her age, and to be a pop star. No, yeah, and she's Taylor Swift. Right. Let's just be real. Yeah. Imagine you're the guy, and you're dating Taylor Swift. First of all, if you're going to date Taylor Swift, you've got some uh, guts, because you know if things go down or bad, uh, it's it's going to be an album. Yeah, it's going to be an album, and even worse than that, the Swifties are coming at you. Oh, yeah. 
it didn't even doesn't it doesn't even matter if it was if it was cordial, everything was great, they were, you know, gonna love each other forever as friends. Those Swifties are gonna gonna go after him. Now they are saying, of course, they they broke up, but they uh, just grew apart with their age and they plan on remaining friends. We're going to remain best friends. Yeah, I have so much love for this person who I really don't want to be with anymore in this way. We'll just be friends after this and everything's going to be fine. Until my next album comes out. Yeah, then I'm going to blast you. (laughs) Uh, So some people are thinking that maybe when she played a show in Arlington that uh, she might have kind of dropped a clue because she's all about the Easter eggs. So normally in her set list, she does this song called Invisible String, which is supposed to be a love letter, right? And in Arlington, she added one song that she typically doesn't play. That song is called The One, and it's a song about ex-lovers. So some people believe she was kind of dropping the Easter egg of a hint at the show. I wasn't familiar with the song Mm -hmm. The One, so I thought let's listen to it for a second and just kind of see if we think this could be about Joe Alwyn. And if my wishes came true, it would have been you. In my defense, I have none for never leaving well enough alone. But it would have been fun if you would have been the one. What do you think? It just depends on how she prefaced it. If she said something before the song or after the song, but I like if we know Taylor Swift like we do with all of her Easter egg things that she drops, it's probably guaranteed that's what she was doing. She is the genius, like mastermind at that. Well, though, she's intentional. Yes. Nothing happens by, oh, this just happened. I think I'm going to add a different song tonight. What a coincidence. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people think that that, that might have been the tip off, that there was a relationship issue there with Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn. Also news on, well, I guess before I give you the news, tell me if this is recognizable to you, okay? okay. This song right here. <laughs> yep. Is it? Yep. One of the only video games recognizable to me. So you know this. Yeah. Identify the video game. Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers, the movie is out. And when I saw this, I'm like, okay, it's a great kids movie, right? Kids are going to love this. And then I read this morning, it's the biggest global box office animated film of all time as far as the opening. I think that in a theater, it's going to be so good. I don't want to rent it. I want to see it in a theater. So you do want to see it? Yes. Number one, it's Chris Pratt, and he's always funny. But the actors that are voicing all the characters are really good actors. So it made $377 million in worldwide sales, $204.6 million domestic, which is the U.S., and $173 million overseas. It's the biggest opening of 2023 so far, and it's the top opening ever for a video game adaptation. Wow. And here I am thinking this is just some silly movie. Like, and But I knew when, because when, Kai was going to go with his buddy, right? Mm-hmm. Like they were going to take this whole big family trip. Our neighbors were going to take all the kids. And they went to two different theaters. Actually, I think three different theaters. And it was sold out on Saturday night, I think. Wow. So it was a pretty big deal in Arkansas and evidently all around the world. Super Mario Brothers is big. And I can't wait to see how big Barbie is when Margot Robbie hits the screen. You've been talking about this for a year. I'm more excited about seeing the Barbie movie than anything probably in the last 20 years. I'm just going to let that marinate. Who? It's her birthday today, by the way. Oh, different? My bad. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Monday, April the 10th. Of 2023, local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy happy birthday goes out to Stephanie Irving of Rogers, who celebrates a birthday today. Kayla Heights in Paragould is celebrating. Tracy Johnson from Wynn has a birthday. Sabrina Tacker of Tyronza, happy birthday. We have Mary Manuel from the A-State Spirit Squad celebrating a birthday today. Stormy McKinnon. Of Stuttgart is celebrating Katie Ingram. Of Jonesboro celebrates a birthday today, so happy birthday to Katie. We have Carol Bell of Fayetteville celebrating a birthday. And Eric Vickery 
of Pocahontas celebrates today as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Sophia Carson is 30. That's Evie in Disney's Descendants movies. Wait a minute. She's 30? 30 years old. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. I thought she was like early 20s. That's crazy to me. Happy birthday today to Daisy Ridley, who is 31. That's Ray in the new Star Wars movies. And I heard that she might be doing some more of the Star Wars coming up Come pretty soon. Now. Happy birthday to Marin Morris, who is 33 today. Can I get a hallelujah? Can I get a Marin Morris, 33 years old today. Happy birthday to Haley Joel Osment, who is 35, y'all. This is the Sixth Sense kid. This is he's, He was on Pay It Forward. I see dead people. Yep. He's 35 today. Wow. Happy birthday to David Harbour, who is 48. That's Jim Hopper on Stranger Things. Steven Seagal is 71, and he can still kick your rear end. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he rides a horse, but. No, that's, a, that's karate, right? Any karate guy? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Is that not it? I, don't, I wouldn't know. I thought that was... Hi-ya! Yeah, I don't know anything about Hi-ya! that. Steven Seagal, 71. And happy birthday today to Mandy Moore, who is 39. Of course, that's Rebecca Pearson on This Is Us. But for Brandon and I, she's so much more. Oh, yeah. Candy by Mandy. That's crazy, right? I know. She's 39. Another show you need to watch. What's that? This is us. So oh. good. She's so good in that show. I'm going to get on that one. That one looks like a good one. After I watch Barbie. You, exactly. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Mandy Moore, who turns 39 today. Happy birthday, Mandy. Hope you have a good one. Today in pop culture on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right, today is April the 10th, and today in pop culture in 1912, the Titanic set sail on its maiden voyage, leaving Southampton, England. They called the ship unsinkable at the time. Hmm. Five days later, we know what happened. It took off on this day in 1912. What happened? Uh, Jack and Diane had an issue and Jack couldn't get on the door and Diane was like, you go ahead and get out of here. Jack and Rose. Yeah. Blanche was there as well. Uh, today in pop culture in 1985, Madonna started her first tour in Seattle. Uh, she played songs like this. These are all songs from right around 85. She did this one in concerts. How about this one, too? The opening act on that tour was the Beastie Boys. You gotta fight for your right to walk. And the story is they played that first night and the place booed them out of the building. <laughs> That's the story. Uh, today in pop culture in 2009, the movie Hannah Montana was released. It featured one of my favorite songs. There's always gonna be another mountain. I'm always gonna wanna I was in the theater the day of the movie release. Please tell people it was for a radio deal. Huh? <laughs> and today in pop culture in 2013, the CMA announced they were inducting a country legend into the Country Music Hall of Fame. That man is Kenny Rogers. You got to know. Know when to fold up, know when to walk away. Kenny Rogers announces going into the Country Music Hall of Fame. Years, you've never let me down. You've turned my life around. I love this one. The sweetest days I've found, I've found with you. But for those of you who think that might be a tad bit slow for Monday morning. Oh, yeah. Love is blind. It requires a dedication. All this love we feel needs no conversation. We ride it together. Uh-huh. What? Making love 
is April the 10th, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Glad you guys are up with us. Welcome to Monday. It's April the 10th. It's kind of wild. We've all seen the devastation, the tornado devastation in Arkansas, in both Little Rock and in Wynn. And, you know, we talked a lot, I guess it was last week, about how Kelly is from Wynn, mm-hmm. was raised in Wynn, and I guess you finally had the chance to yep. go and... Um, I hate to say see home, but yeah. you got to go home. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you hear all the things that people who go through major disasters say, you know, nothing can prepare you for what you're about to see. You're going to be speechless. Your emotion's going to take over. And man, it did. You know, I, I got to, it was about a 45 minute drive for me. And so when I got there, as soon as you you get there and you start getting to the point where you see where the destruction is, where, where the uh, the path of the tornado is, the emotion does take over. And you're like... All of these things flood your flood your mind of, well, for me, you know, I drove by the first house I bought and the mm-hmm. first house I brought my son home from the hospital 20 years ago. Total loss. Um, my high school where I graduated, the gym floor I played basketball on, gone. The football field, the track that I competed on, that I ran track on, uh, gone. Uh, then I went on to coach there and I went on to teach mm-hmm. there. So I still have students that I taught there. I have family members there. So not living there you feel a little bit of I feel helpless like what can I do I can't be there all the time but what can I do so I I did finally get to go there Um, but it's not just gone like the high school's not just gone it's not just one little building it's several buildings the gyms the stadium it is so cumbersome is that the word like it's so I was so overwhelmed yeah um by actually seeing it because you can see there's so many aerial views that people have gotten and you can kind of see the pathway but seeing the destruction in person there's there's nothing like it i remember because i've been out after a tornado before too and you stand next to a building that you know you realize oh this was a big strong building made of cinder blocks and here it is in pieces and you see glass everywhere and it is surreal when you stand right there next to it. Yeah. Uh, especially for something that has such an emotional attachment yeah. and so many people there who who like literally they're still trying to figure out what their life is going to look like going forward. Y'all, there are still people that are in their houses that are trying to find pictures and mementos before they have to like doze their house down, you know, before mm. they have to clear it and whatever. So they're in this kind of a, it's like a lot of them have to wait for big stuff to get done before they can do anything else. So a lot of it is a waiting game. Um, but I just feel like there needs to be, if, if you have like a, a church group or fraternity, sorority, and y'all can take a group in just to help with pickup, that's going to be several months of, of picking up. Um, I can't explain the trash and the trees and the the metal and the, the, the wood and all the trees down. I, I don't know where it's going to go. Sure. <laughs> Did it look like there were a bunch of people helping as you drove through? Yes. So that's the thing. You go through and like as bad and destroyed as a city is, the people there are so like warm and it, they're, I mean, hands held out. I, we were helping my, my uncle at his house. A lot of his house uh, got, got messed up. And so we were helping him. But just in his neighborhood, people were coming toward her. Hey, do y'all need anything? Yeah. Bringing by water, bringing by, you know, hey, we're going to make a run to the to this store. Do y'all need anything just constant help and love and support and hugs and you know so that was the the awesome thing about it is seeing you know that city coming together and loving each other but man they're gonna need stuff for a while i'm just telling y'all it's it's not gonna be over in a few months for them like we need to make some kind of schedule where groups are going in there for months So it's the same thing in both areas. Little Rock had damage in in basically that area right right by the Kroger and right behind it. And then Wynn has the damage, too. So there's going to be people. And the great thing is we've seen groups and people say, hey, I want to go. I want to help. But sometimes, you know, you're sitting there and sometimes you you suffer from what I like to say is paralysis by analysis. You start thinking, well, what should I do? Well, maybe I shouldn't do something. Maybe they already have this. And all of a sudden you're not doing anything because you're not sure exactly what to do. I I do know, and we talked about this a little bit last week with the mayor of Wynn, uh, the tornado distribution Facebook page. They update that thing all the time. They do. And Leanne Lovell does a great job with that. Um, if you if you are still wanting to help um, or you're planning to help, you've got stuff. That page, if you'll go, it's on Facebook and it's the Tornado Distribution Center for Win. Yeah. Um, and they're constantly putting updates on there. Or if you do want to take a group and go help clean, those are the people to get a hold of and they can tell you 
who you need to get a hold of to make that happen. Because individuals I saw, I looked at this the other day and people are saying, hey, I need this. We're looking for these items because the needs, and we talked about this with the mayor last week as well, uh, with Mayor Hobbs, um, the needs change on a daily basis. Let's say they said you know five days ago they needed water and then all of a sudden the whole state sent yeah. water. Mm-hmm. They don't need water anymore. Right Now they need something different. So we need to make sure that what we're trying to provide is stuff that's useful at this point as well. And there's also people that are also going on that page, just just uh, people from the community that are like, hey, I need this. Yep. My family needs this. So if you're somebody that wants to go help an individual person, they're on there asking for help. Yeah, I saw something like uh, there was a chainsaw group that was coming in to help repair chainsaws Mm -hmm. and provide chainsaws because, you know, the destruction of the trees and the stuff like that. I just can't imagine because and we've heard this story multiple different times in both areas. There's people who are still in homes that might not be safe to be in because they really don't want to leave their stuff and they really don't have anywhere else to go. Imagine if your your half of your home was down and all of a sudden your stuff is still in there. Some yeah. of it's still in there. You don't want to leave your stuff. Yeah. Your stuff is your stuff. You don't want somebody getting in there to get your stuff. And unfortunately, that kind of stuff could happen. So people stay in places that might not be safe. Right. And not everybody there, you know, a lot of us are very fortunate to have family members or friends. Not everybody there has family that yeah. can help them or whatever. So just be looking for those people that need help. They're out there. Uh, just Just look for them. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I was reading this morning again, very well read. One of the things that I was voted in school was most likely to be well read. Wow. Huh. Didn't know that. So I was reading the Journal of Waiters and Waitresses of American (laughs) Journal. Thinking about going into a different profession? Well, I like to pick up different things and I like to be well versed in my knowledge. Okay. So evidently there was a research study done in Missouri where they were talking to waiters and waitresses and they found out a way to get better service in restaurants. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I might fail this because over the weekend, I know what I wore when, when I went out. And yeah. Let me guess. Um, uh, well, I think I had maybe two meals. Go ahead and try. Shorts and uh, some type of shirt that showed your arms. <clears throat> oh, I ding, went, ding, 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 ding. I went to one nice restaurant where I wore my another set of Under Armour apparel. Which was my sleeveless hoodie and my so short a shorts. Color of yes. hoodie and but so, I love it. It's yeah. so comfortable. Of course, like it feels good when I go out like that. But what I realized is when, <laughs> according to waiters and waitresses, when they see somebody and they're dressed up nice, <laughs> they assume the tip could be bigger. So they wait on those people better. <laughs> if you look lazy and or like you're just wearing casual stuff, yeah. you might not get as good of service as the guy dressed up next to you. Unfortunately, that's probably a little bit true. Really? Yeah. So it doesn't matter if I look that might nice be, in my outfit. That might be wrong. But I think that if someone was kind of dressed, and I don't mean like dressed up in like very expensive stuff, just like cared enough to like, Worry about themselves before they came out? I was worried about myself. I thought I looked nice. I was tan. What kind of restaurant was it? <clears throat> it doesn't matter. No, it does matter. No, it doesn't matter. It was an Italian place, a nice Italian place. I was the least dressed up person in there. They but, were like, this guy off the streets. But then again, I thought maybe they think he's so comfortable. He's oh. got He's loaded. He's so comfortable. He's so comfortable and lazy. He's loaded. But it's not lazy mm. if I wear nice attire. It'd be different if I wore like one of my logo tees and some baggy shorts. I wore nice stuff. Now, there is a thing about me when I walk into some places, and I will tell you, depending on the place, like walking into the Italian place, which has the white tablecloths and all that, with my tattoos, bald head, and Under Armour apparel. Did you go on Saturday or Sunday? It was Saturday. Uh, I was going to say, if you went on Sunday. <laughs> I, did, I did think for a second, maybe this might not be the story I should be telling in here. Because I have new tattoos and the sleeveless and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, I think that's okay. Like, you go into work. Where could I go? Like a Hooters, normal. Just a normal. Twin Peaks. You know. Yes. B-dubs. You know what? I bet they wouldn't wait on you either. Oh, they would too. They'd be like, yeah. Because of the tattoos? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mm-mm. So if I walked into your restaurant when you worked at the pizza joint, mm-hmm. you worked which which Mazio's. one? You worked at Mazio's Pizza, mm-hmm. working your way through school, worked hard for the money. Uh, so hard for it, honey. So if I were to, were to walk in in that apparel, would you think I was a good tipper or a bad tipper? Mm, automatically bad. Okay. 
They do say the guys who dress casually are expected to leave the worst tips. Mm. So if I want to get good service, I should walk in in a tie? No, definitely not. Not a tie. No, that would make me too. I'd be like, what is this guy trying to do? It needs to be kind of like right in the middle. Like polo. Button up, rolled up sleeves. Maybe. Down to probably right here in this line-ish. What, what is that line? It's just, it's like a parallel line. From what to what? I'm not going to say the words. You see where I'm pointing. Okay. Well, neither. No one else does. You see it. Is this the line? Like if I had my shirt down to there, is that good? No. Don't ever wear a shirt that low. Ever. You know what? Do it. You know what? I'll take you to eat tonight as long as you wear a shirt like that. And I'm going to bring my video camera to show what people do when you wear a shirt like that. See how people treat Uh me? So the deal is, if you want better service, (laughs) dress up. Do the exact opposite of what I do. Yeah. Because when I roll around in athletic wear and tattoos and bald, even if I'm tan, people think I'm broke. (laughs) That's according to the Journal of Waitresses and Waiters of America Journal. Hmm. Such a well-read person. Of journals. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Glad you guys are with us this morning. Hope you had a happy Easter. (laughs) Yes, it was excellent. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, it was kind of neat to wake up and and do the whole Easter thing with Kai, even though it was much more brief when he's 13 and a half. Oh, thanks. Yeah, basically, uh, where's my stuff? I'm going to go back to my room. So... (laughs) Is that you, what he did? You've lived this. <laughs> Actually, as we were going through some of this, uh, me and my wife were talking, I said, Kelly warned me about this stuff, that when kids hit teen, the teens, they mm-hmm. all, they switch. Yep. You've told me that for years, and I kept thinking, eh, kept maybe telling not. telling you it's coming. Yep. Yeah. It, well, it's kind of switched a little bit. Uh, but I had the chance, you know, it was Saturday evening. I'm like, oh, gosh, the Easter Bunny, I hope he has stuff. Just in case he doesn't, maybe uh-huh. I should run out and get some stuff just in case. So I was really happy because last year when I went out, I couldn't find any baskets. And I found some baskets. Well, that's good. And I couldn't find any grass. And I found some grass. I bet you did. (laughs) (laughs) She's an idiot, by the way. You made the laugh. The green grass. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. The fun grass. Quit saying. The plastic Easter grass. Say it correctly. Did you just yell at me after you tried to allude to the fact that I was doing something else? Because you were. And I just went ahead. I was not. (laughs) Yes, you were. You need to stop talking like this. Okay. The Easter plastic. I am a professional. (laughs) (laughs) Who cares? Uh, Anyway, so I was happy I got some grass this weekend. Got some, some other stuff for Kai. Got some chewy stuff and. He likes Sour Patch. No. What is wrong with her? Somebody come get her. S- somebody with the padded okay, wagon. Okay, you, <laughs> you just keep saying. No, I got some of the gummies. Those yeah. uh, Sour Patch, the chewy things. Yeah. You know, they had the Easter. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you get some of those fake candy cigarettes, too? No, I didn't give them any fake candy cigarettes. Okay. Why are you trying to make this such a difficult thing? I'm not. What else did you get? Did, did I got Leslie those get anything from the Easter Bunny? Well, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I got the Reese's, uh, the Reese's uh, peanut butter eggs that are so good. And he loves those Easter, you know, the, the, uh, the gum that's Easter egg gum. It's really just gum, but they kind of shape it like Easter eggs. It's Easter eggs. It's the robin egg gum. It's like the the gum. Those are really good pieces of gum. And you chew them for like 30 seconds, spin them out, and then take another tooth. Yeah, then you lose a tooth after 30 seconds because they get really hard in there. The one thing I was disappointed in, and like, so they had all the different chocolate bunnies as I was going through looking at all the different stuff, right? I'm like, oh, this is a good one. This is a Hershey's one. This is a hollow Uh, one. A cookies and cream one. I saw the cookies and cream one. I saw a um, Fruity Pebbles one. Gross. No, I love Fruity Pebbles. No, I do too, but Fruity Pebble chocolate? Well, it was white chocolate with Fruity Pebbles. I bet it was good, but I didn't get him that one. I didn't figure he would like that one. But I did go with the Fruity, no, not Fruity. I went with the Easter Bunny with chocolate and Rice Krispie cereal, which was probably pretty good. So almost kind of like a Nestle Crunch. Exactly. That's why I thought he would like that one. And then I was looking for the Peanut Butter Bunny for myself. You know, I told you I love the the one that comes in like the bunnies all wrapped up in like foil, and then it has like the after the foil, it's got the like the bunny do drawn they, on do it. Do they still make those, darling? I didn't see them anywhere, hmm. but I wanted one because like when you bite into it, you get a little bit of chocolate and a little bit of the peanut butter crunch, like from the butter finger. 
But I couldn't find any of those. If anybody has any of those, please let me know. What? You want them to bring them to the station? They can ship them to us. They can ship them. Is it okay to ship chocolate? I think so. How do the stores get the chocolate? It gets shipped on in. So send me those Butterfinger bunnies if you got them. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so tomorrow is the annual A-State Day of Giving with the A-State Alumni Association and the A-State Committee of the Jonesboro Regional Chamber of Commerce. We have Casey Akins with us this morning. Casey, did I wake you up? No, I am already up and at them. What have you been doing? What have you been doing so far today? Answering emails. It's a Monday. Oh, I know. Oh, see, some people do answer emails, Brandon. Casey, that, that's very that's very much overrated. <laughs> See, why would you? This is a sore subject with me and Casey because Casey, oh, is it? Well, Casey, have you had issues with Brandon getting back with you? Casey, hmm. I mean, maybe a time or two. You Listen, know, text is usually the best way to get a hold of him. See that? Yeah, don't don't take it personal. He does that to everyone. <laughs> no, I have so many people emailing me all the time. You know, and he, he, he thinks he's popular, Kelly. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, I did respond to your text immediately, though. Yes, yes, you did. Yes. I appreciate that. All right. So you are the chair of the A-State Committee of the Jonesboro Regional Chamber of Commerce. How did you land the gig as the chairperson? Um, Basically, Carrie told me that I was. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, when when Carrie speaks, you, you act. Um, yeah. And so I was, you know, I've been a part of the A-State Committee for several years. Um, I was a student. I was an alum. I'm, or I am an alum. I worked for the university at one time or another. And my husband is one of the Paint the Town Red artists, and so we love A-State, and we just want to see it be the best that it can be. And um, the same with Jonesboro, you know, and and the community relations. Well, I think that's what's neat about the A-State Alumni Association, uh, the Day of Giving. And, you know, we hear about this every year, and I guess you guys wanted to do it a little bit different in 2023, kind of take it to even a different level. Even though, like last year, the amount of money raised was crazy, we still want to raise the bar, right? Exactly. Um, it takes a lot, you know, for for everything to happen on that campus, whether it's scholarships or or opportunities for students, um, professorships, getting state of the art facilities, um, you know, and world renowned um, researchers on campus, and so it takes every person coming together to make that happen. There's going to be people who are like, oh, gosh, you know, the tuition is what covers that. But really, the tuition doesn't cover everything that happens on campus. For sure. And that's crazy because yeah. I think most people would assume that it does. You you would think. Um, but, you know, working in higher ed, um, you know, previously, you learned so much of, of what it takes really to make a university the size of a state function. And so there's a lot that isn't covered just from, you know, day-to-day expenses. And so donations from alumni and students and community partners is so important in order to be able to do these extra things. Well, and I like to say this when you look at, uh, you know, where we live in Northeast Arkansas, Arkansas State is our home team. It's our university. It's who we need to support. And, you know, so I know last year was a big, uh, big year for the A-State Day of Giving, but this year we want to take it to a different level. And you have an event that's kind of been planned for the first time ever on the campus of Arkansas State. And, and Kelly and I are excited to be a part of that. Let's talk about the events happening tomorrow on the campus. Yeah, for sure. So we're having a day of giving celebration, and it's going to be from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on the Heritage Plaza lawn um, there at the Student Union. We're going to have refreshments out there. Arvest Bank is coming out to grill and supply hot dogs. Andy's will have frozen custard, um, different drinks, and then clubs and organizations, um, different colleges, faculty, staff will have booths set up. There's even going to be a pie-in-the-face fundraiser um, where there's going to be different professors and admin and maybe a coach or two out there um, that you can pay to have, throw a pie at. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon, I'm sure they would take volunteers if nope. you want to do that. He actually uh, already uh, volunteered if okay. you'll need somebody. Kelly, how much would you pay? Oh. Kelly, how much would you pay oh. to throw a pie Hundreds of dollars. There you go. Yeah, thanks, Casey. Uh, you're welcome. I knew you'd appreciate that. Yeah, I do. But there's going to be different games and activities. And so really, this is just about people coming out and interacting with the campus and finding out what their donations get to support, right. whether it's a specific academic program or it's a state athletic 
or the student emergency fund. When something happens and a student has an emergency, you know, and needs to get back home or, or whatever it may be, there's this fund to help with that, the A-State Food Pantry that everybody loves. Um, so there's all these different clubs and organizations and programs that people can support. Um, and you can come out and learn a little bit more about that and really just help give back to the university that has honestly given so much to us. We talk often about how when you look at what happens with the alumni of Arkansas State University, uh, there's people who have graduated from A-State all around the country in every different state. And basically, there's a map on the website, and we want yep. to see that every state has representation, right? That's right. So, again, you can go exactly. to astatealumni.org, and I love the fact that they have it broken out into the different uh, ways you can donate. So, again, it's it's right there in front of you. If you want to donate to the College of Agriculture or the Neil Griffin College of Business or the stuff that Casey was talking about a few minutes ago, I mean, there's so many different ways you can help, and you can be very intentional and specific with the way they've done this. Exactly. Yeah, even when I donate to the College of Liberal Arts and Communications every year, mm-hmm. I make sure that my donation goes to the Department of Communication specifically because that's where my degree came from. Um, I received privately funded scholarships that donors and alumni had set up um, that allowed me you know, to help pay for books and things like that when I was in school. That's awesome. So again, it's the A-State Day of Giving with the A-State Alumni Association, a partnership with the A-State Committee of the Jonesboro Regional Chamber of Commerce. It happens tomorrow. The big celebration on the lawn is happening from 11 until 1. Casey, is that just for students, or can everybody come out there for that? No, it is for everyone, for alumni, for students, faculty, staff, community members, anyone that loves a state and wants to come out and join us, we would love to have there. Again, you can find out more if you go to astatealumni.org, and there is a chance there will be a pie in the face of either me or Kelly tomorrow. Or in Casey's face. We'll see. Oh, Casey, oh, I'll make sure. Me out there now. Okay, I see. Casey, I got you. It's no, it's, we've got Okay, we, it's good. Hey, we will tag team him, okay? Yep. Uh, okay, okay. Hey, Casey, your phone's breaking up. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, thanks for talking to us, and we're excited to be involved. We appreciate the invitation to be a part of this, and uh, we'll be there with you tomorrow, 11 until 1. Awesome. Sounds good. Thanks so much. All right, have a great morning. You too. Wolves up. All right, wolves up. Casey Akins joins us this morning live on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hey, keep in mind, there's a podcast. You guys can go back and check out all the shows that we do. You can check out the archive of everything we've ever done in the mm-hmm. history of history. So many good shows. I mean, yes, at least two or three. <laughs> uh, you, <laughs> I'm just playing. You guys can check out the archives of the podcast. All you have to do is search Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly wherever you get podcasts. And Kelly Perry. What's on TV tonight? American Idol is on tonight. The Voice is on tonight. And they have entitled it The Best of the Blinds, Battles, and Blake, you know, huh. since it's his last year. Oh, yeah. T- uh, tonight also includes 911, Fantasy Island, Perry Mason, NCIS, The Good Doctor, and NCIS Hawaii. All right. Hope you guys have a great day. And we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Arkansas's Morning Show.